Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Air and Earth Podcast. I'm really excited <laughs> because I took a little break from the podcast for a few weeks while I was traveling and working on some stuff. I'm revamping Worthy, so I'm so excited to share that with you all so soon, like as in in a week soon, as in in a week, a week from today, you can sign up for Worthy on November 4th. I'm so pumped about it because previously this course in this community that's all about forming that connection to yourself through mindfulness practices, through learning how to be compassionate toward yourselves, and then ultimately that practice and that growth that you have within yourself starts to flow out to everything in your life, your relationships, your career, your relationship with money, how you even treat strangers, how you see the world. It impacts everything. It all starts from within. So that's what this course is all about. And previously, it was a two-month-long program. So you go through it, you have two months, and then it's over. But what I was seeing is that people need longer. (laughs) People need more time to let this lifestyle change integrate, which that's really what the course is promoting, what the community is promoting is a lifestyle change. So I decided I'm not going to have a cutoff date anymore. I'm not going to do two months. It's going to be a lifetime access to the course. So to all the content, all of the videos, all the guide meditations, all the journaling prompts, all the reading exercises that you can work through at your own pace and as well as lifetime access to the community to the calls that we have. We have weekly calls either with myself or with one of the other worthy mentors or with guest mentors now, which is really exciting. I'm bringing on some of my teachers to share their stories and share their knowledge with the community. So lifetime access. And I'm also doing some fun little mini courses involved, courses around money and relationships and your career, because I found that some more a little more love in those areas was needed. So I made some additional courses that go into the Worthy program for people to take when they sign up. And another very exciting thing is that I'm starting to have Worthy retreats. So the first one is in the plan. It's for Worthy members only. And I'm just, ugh, I'm freaking pumped. I'm freaking pumped. Okay, well, I just had to tell you all that. I've just been really working my little heart out, loving every moment of it, um, making this thing, you know, something that's really going to help people. And it has been, and I'm so freaking, so freaking thankful. So if you're interested in that, there's a link down below, get on the wait list. You'll be emailed about how to learn more and how to sign up whenever that time comes on Monday. If you're listening to this not in real time, you can also just go get on the wait list and you'll find out about the next opening of the course. So I was in Iceland (laughs) for two weeks. 
I got back about a week ago and I've been uh, just sinking back into life. It is today that I'm recording this. There's about eight inches of snow on the ground. It's beautiful in Colorado. I'm so thankful to be here. And Iceland was incredible. I hosted a retreat there and the people who came were so open. Shout out to those who are on the retreat. I know some of you all listen to this podcast, but they were so open, so kind, so funny. Um, we really became family and I threw, I feel like I threw everything at them. Like everything that I was like, hmm, this might be interesting if we try this. They were, they were like up for it, you know? So it was amazing to have that experience and the nature there. Holy shit was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. Like the glaciers and the iceberg lagoons and the like cliffs and the waterfalls. Oh my gosh. And I got to go into an ice cave and uh, there's a bit of like bittersweetness with the nature going there because you know, the glaciers are melting so rapidly and it really is heartbreaking, um, you know, talking to the Icelandic people and saying, oh, 20 years ago, this glacier was way over here and now it's receded to this point. Five years ago, it was here and it's receded this much and they're even having full glaciers disappear and it just really inspired me to, you know, I, I consider myself an environmentalist, but there's always more I can do. And I just want to encourage you today to, you know, take into consideration the impact that you're having on the world. There's no need to be perfect. It's, we're not going to be perfect. But, you know, we can do more. We can help our planet a little more, you know, because all that water is going to go somewhere. Sea level will rise. Um and many of us who are listening, you know, I have a lot of listeners in the United States and Europe. We're not as impacted as people who are without the um, financial means that we have. You know, like in Miami, that's, you know, a wealthy city. They have pumps and flood walls uh, to get the water out of their city because the sea level's rising. You know, they're getting more and more floods. But in other places where people have farms and it's their whole livelihood, um, their whole way of eating, and they, they don't have these, these flood walls. So what happens? They, you know, their farms get flooded, their cows get washed away. Um, so, yeah, just like feeling a little bittersweetness about that um, since seeing <laughs> the massive amount of ice that's just been melted away. Uh, due to climate change. So I just wanted to come on here and share that a little bit. But I'm very hopeful. I'm very, very hopeful. I think technology is changing. I think people are really waking up to caring. I think the world is starting starting to open up and see that there's so much joy, so much joy in, in trying to give and trying to love and trying to care. So that's what I want to talk about today is caring. <laughs> and I know it's a very simple, simple topic, but I think it's really important because fulfillment truly comes 
when we care and what happens when we feel fulfilled. Okay, so fulfillment takes you from going about life kind of feeling like a robot, feeling a little empty. And I'm saying this from experience because I used to feel this way. I felt a lot of obligation. I felt a lot of guilt and fear. I felt like I had no impact, like I had no voice. And so I would wake up and my alarm would go off and I'd get out of bed and I'd do all the things I'm supposed to do. And, you know, whether that be my homework or my work or I was just operating not from a place of heart, but from a place truly of like obligation and pressure. I didn't feel a connection to myself. I didn't feel a connection to others. I didn't feel a connection to the world around me. And I was stressed and insecure. And so, so much of my energy, right? So much of my mental space, my, my capacity, my, my resources was going toward those feelings, going toward the frustration and feeling tired and just trying to stay on top of things and trying to please others, right? There was no room for getting outside of my own head and and thinking about the world around me and loving the world around me. There was no room for really questioning what is it that I truly want to do. But slowly over time, I started making room. I started stripping away some of the things that did not need to be there and asking myself, what do I really care about? Where, where do I want to spend my time and energy? And that question came in the form of, you know, what am I good at? What do I love? What do I want more of in my life? And ultimately I started finding the answers and those things started coming into my life. And over time I moved from a place where I felt frustrated and sad and insecure into oh my gosh, like I can take what I love. I can make a difference. I can impact the lives of others, even with just like some simple words. I can encourage people to be better. I can be better. (laughs) I can be better first, you know, and foremost. That's where it starts, right? Like I love the song Man in the Mirror because it's so true. Like um, you have to start with yourself and then others will you know, they can be inspired, they can be encouraged, they can see that they're not alone, they can want to come along with you on whatever ride you're on, you know. So we have to make the space for the caring, we have to, to let it into our lives and trust that if we, if we operate from a place of love and operate from a place of wanting to give back that we really will be taken care of. I've been seeing this so much in my own life. Like when I first started doing the work I'm doing, I had no idea that I'd be able to support myself financially, you know, and that's something that's needed. We need money. We need to have shelter. We have to pay for our homes. We have to pay for our food. Um, and I was terrified that if I was doing something that was fun and that I loved, there was no way that I'd be able to support myself. But I kept going. I looked to others who were doing stuff that they love and they were doing just fine. And I got help. Um, I got encouragement. I educated myself. And ultimately, though, the key of it is I had this desire to just give as much as I could. And I knew from everything I'd heard and from everything that I'd learned that 
if I operated from that place, from love, from really wanting to serve and getting out of my own head, right? Like saying that this is not about me. This is about what can I do? That the support would come and it has. <laughs> it has come. It's come in the form of, you know, like my finances. It's also come in the form of people wanting to support the work I'm doing. Um, you know, I'm starting to hire more help now because I can't do it all on my own anymore. And I'm just really thankful that all of that is happening. So I want to touch on a few points um, that might help you if you're wanting to get into this mode where you're, you feel like you have the capacity to care and where you feel like you have more fulfillment in your life, right? So I, I would first say that one of the keys is to form connections, right? So in my opinion, connection equals caring. So the same thing like I went to Iceland and I firsthand saw how much the glaciers had moved. You know, I had a guy point to a spot and say, the glacier was here, and now look, it's over there. And it's just like, holy shit, man. Like, <laughs> you feel it in your bones. You feel it in your body. So if there's something that you're interested in, you kind of have to get out and experience it first to really care. The same thing like, um, you know, people talk about, and I've I've seen this as well. I come from the south, so this is kind of this is kind of um, it can be an issue there. But like um, when people are like homophobic, you know, they might have all these certain certain ideas about people and their sexuality and judge people, right? But then once you know someone who's gay or lesbian or transgender then and you really you know love that person as a human being you start to form that connection of like whoa they deserve respect they deserve to be happy they deserve to love whoever they want to love and to dress however they want to dress and to behave in a way that they want to behave you know and the same thing with everything else that is you know, something that's worth caring about in this world, whether that be people or families or, you know, this earth, animals, dogs, uh, dogs are our animals, but I was thinking about like dogs at the animal shelter. If we can get out there and actually form connections, then we'll be inspired to act. We will be inspired to educate ourselves. We'll be inspired to take some of our time and some of our resources and put back into the system, you know? Another point I want to make that can help to an increased capacity to care is that you have to embrace the hard stuff. You have to embrace your pain. You have to embrace the pain of the world. Struggling is part of life and that's okay. It's okay. I tell you what, whenever I stopped pushing away all the hard things I felt and the trauma and the frustrations of life, whenever I stopped pushing them away and letting myself actually feel them, first it was a hard because I had a lot backed up that needed to be processed. But I'm at this point now where I've healthily processed um, you know, a lot of things in my life. So when things come up now, I let myself feel it. 
and I can just keep going, you know, on my way. I, I can bring it in, love it, still love myself for feeling that way, and then it can be transmuted into something, okay? So, for instance, there's a couple of different ways that this can work. You can embrace your own pain. You can say, okay, I was someone who went through a trauma, so maybe you were abused in some way. Oh, I just thought of a great example. So Eleonora Zimpati, she was on the podcast a couple episodes back, not a couple, maybe like in the teens. I'll have to look it up and I'll drop a note in the show notes for this episode. But she was domestically abused. Okay, so she went through all of this pain, all of this suffering, and she really stepped up to processing it, to embracing it, and is now helping other women. She shares her story. She has an organization that brings women together who have been domestically abused, and she has truly used a painful situation to become more caring and to help others and to find fulfillment. And I mean, I'm sure she would tell you that when other people tell her their stories and feel like they're not alone because she has shared her story, it's a beautiful, powerful thing. We can also look outside of ourselves so we can embrace the pain of others. We don't have to turn away from the suffering of the world in order to keep our sanity or to stay in this place where it's like good vibes only, you know? I'm all about good vibes. I'm all about gratitude. I'm all about love. Like, you can listen to that on the show. But I think the true good vibes, the true power of love comes when we can see others for who they are and what they're going through all spectrums of existence, all spectrums of feeling, and be there for them. And not just be there for them, but speak for them, you know? A voice for the voiceless. And to give it with whatever resources we can. And I'm not saying drain yourself. I'm not saying don't take care of yourself at all. Like, I encourage you. I think you should take care of yourself every damn day. (laughs) I think you should meditate every day. I think you should journal. I think you should have a beautiful community of humans around you who inspire you. But I also think you should return that flow back and listen to the stories of others. Get involved with what's going on in the world. See how the blessings that you've been given can be used to uplift the collective, you know? We're in this together. We are all connected. We are, this is like so cliche, but we're, we're seriously in this like circle of life. What we do impacts others and what others do is impacting us. So we have to see that by lifting others up, we are lifting up ourselves. By lifting up ourselves, we are lifting up others. A great example of this is I love Marianne Williamson. So I'm not sure if she's still running um, for president, but she was running for president of the United States. I think she's still technically running, but she's not really um, qualified for the debates or anything that are, that are going on. So she is. She, you know, has been a writer, a speaker about spirituality, about love. Um, she wrote 
A Return to Love, which is a beautiful book. And she also, though, really cares, really cares about humanity. You know, she talks about uplifting others in a way that is really deep and really incredible and might not impact her at all, but she knows that it doesn't have to directly impact her to impact her. And I hope that makes sense. So things like reparations for slavery or education for children or, you know, improved resources for women. So I think she's really inspiring with how she uses her platform and uses what she's learned to really want to lift up others. The last thing that I want to touch on is not waiting. (laughs) Don't wait for the courage to show up, to speak up for what you believe in, or to tell someone that you love them, or to take that next step. Because the courage isn't going to be there. (laughs) It might sometimes, but it's not always going to be there. You can't rely on courage. You can't rely on until you're ready or until you have all of the details or all of the education. I mean, like I never, (laughs) I still don't feel ready for the work I'm doing, but I'm at this point now where I just trust the process. I trust if I just keep taking the next right step that everything's going to work out. And yes, I'm going to fail and that's fine. But we can't just sit around and think that someone else is going to work everything out for us. We can't just say, ah, You know, other people are fixing the environment or other people are voting or other people are taking care of the animals or other people are loving others well. We have to start. We have to take the initiative. And it's something that we can do together. The more we get inspired, the more we start making those moves, Other people around us will too. We can become leaders in our own lives and in the lives of others. We can be empowered. We can lead the direction of where this world is going, where our lives are going. But you can't wait (laughs) because your life will pass you by. Your time will go. You will die. I know that's like kind of jarring, but you will. So what are you going to do with your time? What do you care about? How do you want to spend it? Surround yourself with things that are going to keep you going. Listen to podcasts. You know, follow social media accounts. Watch YouTube videos that get you inspired. Take advantage of your time. This is your life. What are you going to do with it? What kind of impact are you going to have? How are you going to show up for yourself and show up for others? How are you going to love this world? That's my question for you today. So that's it for today. I hope you all are having a wonderful day. Remember to check out Worthy. We talk about all the stuff I just talked about. We go into it deep. Y'all, we went into it deep. I, um, you know, one of the women who came on the retreat to Iceland. She, we had a phone call the other day because she wanted to sign up for Worthy. And she said that during the practices, she felt like she was starting to 
dig up something within her, like uncover this buried treasure, right? And she was like, I just want to keep going. I want to keep digging. I want to keep bringing that to the surface. And I want support. And that's really what Worthy does. It it cracks you open and it brings this buried treasure of your heart to the surface so that you can share it with the world and you can enjoy it yourself, you know? And you can live a life that you truly love. There are people in the course who tell me that, man, I feel like I can do anything. And I truly believe that for you and for everyone. We have so much power available to us. We just have to clear out the cobwebs, clear out the the gunk that is holding us back. And that's what Worthy does. So, opens in a week. Click the, the link down below. Join the waitlist if you want to be first notified whenever the doors open or whenever the next round is coming about. And yeah, I hope you have an awesome day. So much love to you. Before I go, I just wanted to come on and have a quick reminder that if you love this episode, please, please, please share it up. That helps me so much. Tell your friends, share about it on your Instagram story if this inspired you and left you feeling motivated. It helps me so much. And also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. That's also so helpful. But I hope you have an awesome day. Okay, so much love. Bye.